Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Woo-hoo! Pop taste. Nobody yes, can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, celebrating Hump Day. Hump Day. Hump Day times two. Yeah, can't hear that enough because it, it just gets me that much closer going into the weekend. As, not that I don't have just a phenomenal time being with you guys every night. I do right here from 6 to 8 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. I am, if you're just tuning in for the first time, don't know who I am. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype the hyperbole and the hypocrisy every night of the week and having a good time doing it. In fact, we got a couple of chuckles for y'all later on in the show. We're going to get serious though here in the first half or throughout most of the show because y'all know that I'm serious. We've got some serious revelations. The Department of Homeland Security is now the Department of Homeland Speech Control. Crazy, scary announcement made about that. After, And we'll share all the details on that because that's coming just at a time in which everybody is all excited. We got free speech back in America. Wait, do y'all get a load of what the Department of Homeland Security has in store? We are still going to talk about the uh, the excitement that is that of Elon Musk, the excitement by conservatives that is Elon Musk buying Twitter. But is he really a hero or is he a zero? Brian Maloney is going to be here from Red Wave America. He's got an article out from AM Greatness, and he's going to answer that question, and you just might be surprised. And then later on, we're going to tell you how you can win free tickets to go see the movie we talked about last night with Dinesh D'Souza, 2,000 Mules, the groundbreaking. If you haven't gone to 2000mules.com and seen the trailer, go there now, and then you're going to want to stay tuned and listen for how you can win tickets, because this is the movie that they can't even refute it. How shocking is this movie an irrefutable on the election fraud that took place? It's so irrefutable that nobody even on the left can come back and counter Dinesh on it. So I know you're going to want to see this movie. Stay tuned to hear how you can do so. Before we go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Two points. I know they want to silence freedom of speech, but we don't ever do that here on the Andrea Kay Mm-mm. Show. And number two, people are so excited about these tickets, Andrea, they're calling before the show even starts. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, and I love it. I love that I get to be Santa or Mrs. Santa, Mrs. Santa in April. In April. So I'm totally excited by that. And the number is 888-344-1170. We're going to, we're going to be doing the uh, ticket giveaway a little bit later on the show, but that's the, the number if you want to call in. And weigh in on any of the topics of the day. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Do you guys think uh, Elon Musk is a hero zero? We're going to be talking about that with Brian Maloney later. But today, I saw a report breaking news. Because I didn't hear, I didn't listen to Mayorkas, who was uh, the head of Department of Homeland Security, was before uh, Congress today. And I didn't hear... What was revealed today, and it about made me flip my wig. Well, I don't wear a wig, but if if I did wear a wig, it would literally make me flip my wig. The Department of Homeland Security has announced that the Biden administration has created something called the Disinformation Governance Board under the Department of Homeland Security. 
the the under the department the phones are ringing off the hook people want tickets under the department of homeland security to fight misinformation the department of homeland security to fight misinformation i know we always say it this is the thing that should send chills down everybody's spine pay attention this is real and this is happening. Yeah, you think about this for a moment. Here's what, what was the uh, ma- uh, the official announcement. Our undersecretary for policy, Rob Silver, is co-chair with our principal deputy general counsel, Jennifer Gaskell, in leading a just recently constituted misinformation, disinformation governance board. So we're bringing, the goal is to bring the resources of the department together to address this threat. On the face of it, you might think, well, you know, that doesn't sound, you know, so scary. Well, think about it. This is this is the Department of Homeland Security. This the Department of Homeland Security was created under the Bush administration to fight terrorist after 9-11, after Islamic terrorist in the name of jihad flew planes into, y'all know, like who doesn't, right? The first time the United States had been attacked on American soil since Pearl Harbor. That's what uh, then that gave Bush as we began to realize Mr. Big Government, Mr. Far Left Guy pretending Mr. Wolf in Sheep's Clothing decided to blow up government and create the surveillance state, which included the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA. Now, the Department of Homeland Security, the same Department of Homeland Security that was created to supposedly work in conjunction with our intelligence community and our law enforcement agencies to route out. Islamic terrorist threat is now being weaponized against American citizens. This is the same Department of Homeland Security that it has been working with the uh, D- Attorney General to create a domestic terrorism unit. So what? Why? So what they're telling you now? Am I am I just reading between the lines when I say that for the Department of Homeland Security to create what they're calling a governance board over disinformation and misinformation under a threat, a body that is is meant to assess threats and then do what? Persecute and prosecute those that are a threat to America, right? So now this is this is amped up while everybody is celebrating the supposed return to free speech in this country. The United States of America is weaponizing speech and planning to have a governance board that doesn't lay out how they plan to govern, how they plan to decide. Clearly, they're going to be taking action against American citizens. What is going to be that action? Well, that's the, the million dollar question, Andrea, because think about it like this. I mean, I wasn't even going to chime in on the show today, but this is just too hot to miss Twitter. Let's say it's the new land of free speech. Everybody gets on board. Everybody, you know, banter about the election, this, that. Oh, wait, they can get you on record. That's disinformation. And they're going to come after you. Well, yeah, exactly. It's this is basically they expected, I think, that at some point that the marketplace of ideas, the town halls, it is social media. First of all, they I think they expected there's been rumblings. I think they expected at some some point that somebody was either going to buy Twitter or maybe the Republicans would take office and remove the 230 protections that they never they should have removed before during COVID and they didn't. So but so they knew that they had to centralize the controls. This has been a monopoly with between the Democrat Party, the Biden administration, the mainstream media and the tech giants to control speech and win and control the outcome of elections. Right. And they they were expecting that that monopoly was going to be broken up at some point. So what they had to do was they had to create a, an institution within the United States government to cancel you to control speech, to 
weaponized speech, right? And then, and there has to be an action afterwards. There has to be accountability. There cannot be a governance board with the word govern in it that doesn't, that is just about making policy. It also has to have the power to implement some type of accountability on the back end. The person in charge of this, a Nina Jenkowitz tweeted out, cats out of the bag. Here's what I've been up to for the past two months and why I've been quiet on here. Honoring to be serving the Biden administration, DHS Gov, and helping shape our counter disinformation efforts. So what they're going to do is identify who's out there saying something that they don't like, saying something that is counter to the state. Is this not the United States USSR? Is this not exactly USSR all over There's again? no difference. Right. They announced a while back that they were going to have bots set up to infiltrate Facebook and this on the heels of January 6th to infiltrate Facebook groups pretending that they were friendly, infiltrate private groups, and then report that information back to the Department of Homeland Security. So basically, they're officially announcing that they are coming for you. You think you think losing being banned on Twitter was bad? Oh, you're all happy today that you got new followers back on Twitter again? Wait till they come after you for this. But they're also not done with social media. This is the same woman who said that she was concerned that Twitter had determined early in 2022 to stop limiting speech from users about the 2020 presidential election. Saying that considering the long term damage these lies do to our democracy, she was dismayed at this decision. So this is about. This is this to me, how I read this is this is the United States of America now under the same things that was going on with January 6th, right? Where anybody who questioned the outcome of the elections there, there was a dragnet involved. We got people thrown in gulags, not being denied bail because they dared to question the outcome of the elections. We've got Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're trying to keep her from being able to run for re-election because she, because now questioning the outcome of an election makes you a terrorist. This is what's happening. Republican running in this, this coming election, this needs to be their number one issue Rest. to push back against. She says her view about the elections, whether foreign or domestic, or that they aren't an endpoint, but an inflection point, and that policies of social media companies as regard to free speech need to reflect that. See, they know that Joe Biden would not be in office, but for these social media accounts, Right. And their um, narrative is already right. falling apart. Right. She was also an advisor to the government on Ukraine. And you think about the coordinated effort that w- has gone on with the media pushing out, pushing Ukraine, trying to get us, trying to get us in, into war with Ukraine. Right. This is incredibly frightening to me. And it reminded me of something. I, I immediately Googled the Ministry of Propaganda out of Nazi Germany. Oh. Yeah. And since we don't teach history in our schools anymore, I thought I would read quickly from the, this is from the, the history of, I think this is actually, I, I think I actually pulled this from the Simon Wiesenthal, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, uh, Holocaust Museum. Propaganda is the dissemination of information to influence or control large groups of people. Now, you might be saying, well, they're, they're, this isn't about trying to control disseminate. They're not trying to disseminate. They're trying to control what gets disseminated. What's the difference? They're trying to control the message. They're trying to control the information that the American people are getting. In totalitarian regimes like Nazi Germany, propaganda plays a significant role in consolidating power in the hands of the controlling party. One more paragraph, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to get to maybe maybe some free movie tickets. 
and then also whether or not Musk is a hero zero. Shortly after rising to power in 1933, Adolf Hitler created the Reich Ministry of Public Enlightenment and Propaganda, the RMVP, headed by Joseph Goebbels. Nearly all aspects of German culture were subject to the propaganda ministry's control, including films, theater, music, the press, and radio broadcast. Given tremendous leeway by Hitler and utilizing modern techniques and technologies, Goebbels quickly set out an ambitious agenda to indoctrinate the German people in Nazi ideology and to influence the behavior of the entire society. The principles of Nazism, including the anti-Semitism at the core of much of its dogma, were incorporated into early into nearly every newspaper, radio broadcast, and film produced in the Third Reich. These carefully crafted messages were designed to mobilize the German population to support all Nazi military and social efforts, including the deportation. Well, you, all you need to do is swap out the Jews with trying to mobilize the American people towards be, being submissive to whatever they want you to do in regards to your health, being submissive in whatever they want to do in regards to your children, be submissive with your finances. This This is about controlling the entire nation by controlling the flow of information. That's what this announcement is by the Department of Homeland Security. And you're right, Skins. This should be the top story because the the left loves to say, I read a quote last night, a tweet from somebody saying that if, if, if Twitter goes back to free speech, that's how Nazi Germany started. No, this is how Nazi Germany started. If there is a Republican running, Andrea, in this upcoming election, and this is not part of their platform, a major part of their platform, I wouldn't vote for them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. In fact, we're going to have to start asking this question in every one of them. Later on in the show, we are going to be talking about the Republican Party and the insanity that's going on with Steve Scalise and Kevin McCarthy and others when we've got a ripe opportunity when the Biden administration's polling is literally in the tank the American, the American people do not want their children trans. The American people do not want it, the open borders that we've got going on down there. They don't want this. And the Republican Party needs to needs to coalesce around freedom for the American people and the agenda we want instead of their infighting over power. Because the real threat to power, they should be fighting out amongst themselves on who's going to be speaker. The real threat to the United States of America is who's controlling the information. That's the power struggle going on right now. And so far, they've been winning. That's how that's how they got Joe Biden in the White House. And you might as well just call it like this. If we don't push back against this, it's checkmate. That's right. All right. So we are going to take a tiny little break. I know y'all want me to get to it. I will when we come back from the break. Is is Elon Musk a hero or a zero? We're going to be talking to Brian Maloney about that. And we're going to give you the information on how you can win the movie tickets to see 2000 Mules. So stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm so excited that I get to be. It's Christmas in April. I cannot even be more excited. I'm sitting here not in my little red Santa suit. But that's okay, because I'm still getting to give away some presents to my favorite people out there, my listeners. We are giving away tickets to see Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000 Mules. Y'all know this is blockbuster. We've got to make sure everybody sees this movie. And we are so, we think it's so important that everybody see this movie that we're willing to give away free tickets for everybody to see it. We are giving away seven pairs 
You hear me? Seven pairs of tickets tonight to see 2,000 Mules. This is the movie that shows irrefutable evidence on video of them using mules to stuff the ballot boxes with these mail-in, phony, illegal mail-in ballots. And you're going to get to see the movie. And here's all you got to do. Listen, we have one showing at two different locations on Monday, May 2nd and Wednesday, May 4th. And all you got to do is this right now. Call in 888-344-1170. And my man Skins here is just ready to be like Santa's helper and give these tickets out to you. 888-344-1170. And the gift to me is that I get to talk to my buddy in the meantime, Brian Maloney. And he's here. We might end up being in our first fight, though, Brian Maloney, because the question for you is, well, for everybody is, is Elon Musk a hero or a zero? And you may have an answer that might not please everybody who's so excited today. Yeah, Brian, before I answer the calls here, you know, I was all excited to get back on Twitter. And now you're telling me, eh, not so fast. Why are you, why are you, why are you trying to throw a wet blanket on our Christmas in April? <laughs> well, I got people calling me names like a knucklehead or whatever, which, you know, if somebody wants to call me a knucklehead, that's fine. Um, there's some comments. So this story of mine, uh, this piece of mine is at a website called American Greatness. It's amgreatness.com, uh, one word, amgreatness.com. The story I wrote is Elon Musk will not save us. And, you know, I, I mean, I knew people weren't going to want to hear this because everybody wants to hear that, wow, we have a new savior that's arrived, uh, you know, from the sky to save us. And his name is Elon Musk. And, you know, I mean, did that ever sound right to you? Uh, but it, I can't believe how many people have been swept up in what is complete madness. Um, and, and I've seen people go so, I don't know what you're saying on social media. I've seen people go so overboard with this, with this just love that they're showering him with. All Elon Musk has done so far is make promises. Uh, we have not seen Elon Musk actually do anything for conservatives yet. Well, let me stop you right there, because I have not, you have not, nobody, you have not, nor will anybody see me overly praise Elon Musk. I question from the jump whether or not he would even actually seriously make the play for the for, for this at all. I thought it was just a publicity stunt to get attention in the first place. I've been questioning him from the jump. However, I would tell you this, before you get into... Um, so I don't consider him a hero, but before you get into the details of your amazing article that everybody needs to read at AM Greatness, uh, people are, there is, um, right, and it could be because the Twitter peeps are, you know, uh, scrubbing the crime scene with Clorox, but right now people are getting followers again, um, people are getting retweeted again, and isn't that in and of itself a good thing? Well, so what's going on there is people are misunderstanding. They think that Musk is already in control of Twitter and his, is making changes inside of the place. And here's the problem. Elon Musk will probably, as of this moment, I could change my view in this space on what happens in the stock market over the next six months. Elon Musk probably will not end up owning Twitter other than the 9% that he currently owns. The deal is already falling apart. Now, even if the deal succeeds and closes, Elon Musk won't own Twitter until the fall at the earliest, at the latest, maybe around the new year, around the holidays. So, and that's how the deal is structured. See, nobody read the deal. 
Nobody's been looking at facts. People have been getting carried away by their own emotions. So people aren't even they're saying, thank you, Elon Musk. That's one thing. The other thing is a lot of those restored accounts you're seeing, those big accounts. Oh, look, look who's back. This person, that person, Michael and Dell's back. And uh, Robert Malone and, 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 you know, they're not back. Those are imposters who right. have been seizing on the moment. Uh, to create fake accounts. There was a fake Juanita Broderick account that was created today. And I look, and within an hour, they have 50,000 followers, and they're fake. And if you look, uh, they do not have the correct uh, tweet address. But, you know, the, so frauds have come out of the woodwork to seize upon it. And people have been complaining to Twitter and drugs, please get rid of these fake accounts. And Twitter hasn't been doing anything about it. So, I mean, this whole thing is a fiasco so far because people are getting up a lot of false hope. The bottom line is all we need to do is get Truth Social fully launched. Well, let's get, get but, 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 but in, in, I could sit here and talk to you for forever. And I want to make sure that we get the information out about Elon Musk. And I agree with you about Truth Social. Um, but why, why it would it be a problem? Whether or not the deal ends up going through, why do you have, why is Elon Musk a zero instead of a hero? And you've got some interesting information in your article. Share that. Well, yeah. So Elon Musk has a incredibly thin skin and is you put him in control of Twitter. It's going to be so much worse even than before. But then in some ways, nothing's going to change at all because Elon always had a lot of control over Twitter, just not full control because of his close friendship with Jack Dorsey, who is a far left lunatic co-founder of Twitter, who was the CEO till recently, who is still on the board, who will remain on the board when Elon Musk, if he takes over, uh, and it'll still be Jack Dorsey, who is, is connected to the far left as he can get. So this is why I'm saying no matter what, uh, this, is, this is just something where we're being had. Uh, but in terms of the details about Elon Musk and his own background, which I talk about in the American Greatness story, uh, you know, the, the, let's just go over them real quick. I mean, first of all, in 2018, he proclaimed himself a socialist, which he's said a lot of these kinds of things before. He has past political support, including endorsements and contributions to the Clintons, Obama, Gavin Newsom, other Democrats. He's occasionally given to a Republican, but it's always a rhino like Kevin McCarthy. By the way, he has also employed a lot of never-Trumpers in Washington, which I didn't even get a chance. I, I can only fit so much in his beef. He has employed a ton of never-Trumpers, uh, which you know has not gotten a lot of publicity. I've tried to point that out. Uh, he has extremely close ties with China's CCP, Chinese Communist Party. That I mean, and I linked to a Breitbart story from 2021 that detailed some of it, but you could write a book about Musk and the CCP alone, and you'd be scared to death when you saw how close he is with senior party leaders. It's, it's creepy. Uh, also, the drug use, the weird personal stuff, which I get into in the piece a little bit, but we don't have to, you know. But I also go into detail about Musk's ties to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, these two and Musk have verifiable ties, even though Musk has been caught lying and saying he's not connected. He doesn't have, didn't know these two. They both have confirmed connections to him. An email that came up in Maxwell's trial last year uh, between Musk and, and uh, uh, Epstein and Maxwell. It was a trial exhibit there. Uh, but also in an interview before Epstein died with the New York Times, 
uh, Epstein laid out his connections to Musk, and it was it was published in 2019, but people just uh, ignored it. I don't know. It's weird. But, but let, but let right me ask there. you this. Why would those things? So you're saying that because his background, I guess, you know, look, you know, if you look at his background, it, it doesn't it, a socialist who's buddies with the CCP isn't necessarily a free speech guy. Um, I what I found really concerning in your article that you haven't mentioned is that you really believe that the, his Twitter takeover is a backdoor capture of the Securities and Exchange Commission through fraud and intimidation. You say that by buying Twitter and taking it private. He has seemingly tried to ensure that he's going to have the full force of the company behind him the next time the SEC questions him about using the platform to commit fraud. He's been under investigation, yeah. not because they, he's Mr. Free Speech and Freedom, but because he's pulling crap that should have him fined or imprisoned or whatever for his SEC yeah. violations. Yes. Well, yes. So here's the thing. So what's been spread around the conservative side of social media the last few days is, look, the federal government is now investigating Musk because he wants to take over Twitter. You know, you knew they would do that. But the truth is the feds have been investigating Musk since the Trump administration in 2018. This started with Trump and has continued under Biden. And for really, really good reason, because Musk has a history of going after, you know, and, and I did lay that out in here, which I'm glad my piece was run without, I didn't make any edits to my piece, which was great. I got as much stuff as I could cram in here. Um, but the bottom line here is that to link up with Musk is baggage that we as conservatives do not need. We can win a ton of elections this year. Why would we want this guy and his baggage uh, on our side? And he's not going to do anything for us anyway. This is completely unnecessary. Why don't we just go out there and focus on campaigns and win? And what's going on out there is these conservative big accounts, these thought leaders who are supposedly our leaders, right? They want to stay on Twitter and they want everybody on Twitter because they don't want to rebuild their followings on right. Truth Social. Right. Because if they do that, then they have to start from zero. They have to start from scratch. And right. somebody else might come through the ranks. They don't want to have to do that. Well, it's also, we're going to take a break and Brian Maloney's going to stay with us and we're going to shift and talk about the Republican Party because this is classic, you know, Republican behavior to glom on instead of doing the difficult work to glom on to the shiny object that's supposed to be our savior. And this guy is a, is a, is a, a business billionaire oligarch. He's no better and different than Zuckerberg. You know, do I no, like the not. idea of taking over free speech? You know, yeah, but um, who's, we don't have any promise that this guy is going to do it. And, you know, it doesn't solve our problems for us. I agree with you. And I was concerned about this. I found it interesting that you even talk in here how he tried to get Cooley to fire one of their attorneys, you know, who um, right. uh, that was part of an investigation uh, against him. I mean, that's tyranny. That's the kind of crap that happens happens with the department with the democrats right why would anybody believe that this guy is suddenly a paragon of freedom he's doing this because it benefits him and his business that's why he's doing this and what however i will say that if it tends to open things up on twitter to where there is more of a flow of information that the american people need 
um, I'm okay with that. So, um, I, but I think there's a difference between being okay if this results in something good for us, but why do we have to always go to the extreme and act like he's some kind of stinking hero? That's well, the, and that's it. And that's what always bothered me about the left is lionizing their, their, you know, supporters or whatever. And now we're doing it. And right. you know, that's what always bugged me about the left. Right. Well, Brian Maloney's going to stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about what bugs what, more about the Republican Party because they're imploding right before our eyes, Brian Maloney, with what's going on. Matt Gates has come out today yep. after re- new leaked audio. It, it's not just McCarthy talking to Liz Cheney. Now I find out my homeboy, my fellow LSU Tiger, Scalise, is involved in this in this rhino establishment stuff. And if y'all haven't heard that story, you want to stay tuned for it because everybody's been operating from this pie-in-the-sky mindset that we're for sure to take the House and the Senate coming into the midterms, and that may not be the case. So y'all going to want to stay tuned for my discussion with Brian Maloney about the implosion, possible implosion of the Republican Party when we come back. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's kind of Christmas in April as we are giving out tickets, free tickets to see the amazing movie. I can't wait to see it myself. I've only seen the trailer. Two Thousand Mules. Dinesh D'Souza partnered with True the Vote in an explosive video documenting on video you can see with your own eyes how they hired mules to illegally go around and gather up illegal mail-in ballots and stuffed these boxes and they documented it through technology this is irrefutable and everybody needs to see it even though they still have four million i think uh, minutes of video so there's even more more to be revealed but everybody wants to see this movie i want to thank the callers so far who've gotten their tickets, Yasmin, Diane, Michelle, Debbie, and one sole dude named Jim. So how about the fellas? Your fellas want to go see this movie? Come on, guys. I think it would be a great date night. Take your gal pal, right? 888-344-1170 if you want to win tickets. We've got, I think, two packs of t- two, two more pairs. packs left. Two pairs left. All right. Continuing with my buddy, Brian Maloney, who unfortunately doesn't get to go see this movie for free on us. Um, but he gets to be here and hang out with me before the break. We were talking about is Elon Musk a hero or a zero? Um, quite frankly, I'm kind of I'm not going to give him a total zero because at least him buying it has me opened up and able to be, to be followed by more people for now. But he's certainly no hero in my eyes. And neither is the Republican Party, because I find out today Matt Gates. Uh, um, was really angry at what um, uh, Steve Scalise and Kevin McCarthy in these leaked uh, leaked audio. Um, you have been around a long time, following elections and in, in, in campaigns from a variety of different standpoints, Red Wave America and beyond. How do you perceive this infighting going on? What's going on here is we've got weak leadership, audios of of these weak leaders like Kevin McCarthy. Um, they're uh. That's one issue that we've got. And then we've got all this infighting going on that people leak in these audios because they want to take over as the speaker. In the meantime, Brian Maloney, our, our country is going to crap. And we find out today things like the Department of Homeland Security is coming up with their their disinformation governance department. Right. Well, look, I mean, if, if one of them can pull off knocking Kevin McCarthy off his perch 
and ending up as our house speaker, I'll be thrilled. So I hope one of them succeeds because almost any of them, other than Liz Cheney, who hopefully will lose, would be better. Anybody would be better than Kevin McCarthy, who is horrible. And this story is incredible. Because, I mean, basically what you have is Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise, of all people mm. who I thought was a good guy, who thought was one of us. Now he went to LSU. Uh, He's my Goomba. I, th- I thought Steve Scalise was one of us. Yeah, I thought he was a conservative. I did not know he was a Liz Cheneyite, uh, Romneyite, whatever. I did not know he was one of the bad guys. He's always been on the good list. With, I mean, you know, the the day that that lunatic liberal shot up the the uh, the, ba- the Republican baseball game, Scalise was one of the ones. Uh, he was shot. Remember? I mean, it, it just this is crazy that to turn around and and collude with Liz Cheney. So Scalise and McCarthy uh, in this conversation with Liz Cheney, the details of which were leaked and a complete, you know, now you see now it makes a lot more sense what they've been putting Matt Gates through. Yeah. You know, all the smear campaign to get rid of Matt Gates, which has been fishy all the way from the beginning. And there were moments where I was worried. I thought, I hope none of this is true. Turns out none of it was true. The guy was put through a, a campaign of destruction and he survived it and that's because and let me tell everybody what that's really all about matt gates marjorie taylor green lauren bobert we got a handful maybe of america first maga um people in congress and he's one of them so what we found out today is that steve scalise is no better than liz cheney when we thought he was maga we thought he was you know america first and matt gates was right when he said um that representative mccarthy and scalise held views about president trump and me that they shared on sniveling calls with liz cheney not us this is the behavior of weak men not leaders and we need leaders in this country right right now brian mccarthy look at where we're at with this open border we've got we're going to be playing uh, next hour uh mayorkas was in front of congress today and we're we've got how many uh, i think oh billions of dollars that have been spent and a million that have come across this border just since joe biden terrorist drug smugglers we lost a national guardsman he was trying to save these drug smugglers from drowning and he died we've got children being destroyed across this country through indoctrination and trying to recruit them into transgenderism with 30 trillion dollars in debt and they're and they're and they're not being leaders our founders would are rolling over in their graves right now they're doing nothing about about this country just focusing on protecting their own power and it's despicable well, and everything that you've just mentioned there, and you packed a lot into that minute there, that last minute, um, everything that is going on right now, we're being distracted from on a daily basis by one shiny object mm-hmm. after another. And we're falling for it again and again and again. And I keep screaming at people, you know, what is going on at the border right now? I mean, we've got, you know, we've got video of what's going on. You can't get people to focus on it. Uh, it's been really, really, really hard to get sustained focus on the crazy stuff going on in the school um, and any of the other issues here. But also, what's most important, that is making sure Kevin McCarthy does not become House Speaker in November and, you know, getting rid of Mitch McConnell, too. Right. Uh, in know, fact, I mean, excuse me for interrupting before I, yeah. I run out of time. I want to get your response to this. I was watching an interview today from Lou Dobbs 
who was filling in for a friend of mine on a show and he had Marjorie Taylor Greene on and he took her to town, man. He was like, you know, he brought up this issue and she goes, well, Lou, we just we're not taking a vote right now because, by the way, we forgot to mention that they all applauded him. Right. How many the didn't the house today? He gave some, I don't know, chew a pine cone speech and basically saying, you know, I'm whatever. I'm I'm still a good guy. And they all applauded him at the end. So he's in gave him a standing ovation. This weak man. So who's who's partnering and, and sniveling and crying to Liz Cheney, who voted to impeach a free and fairly elected president who did nothing wrong in the course of labeling 75 million Trump voters as domestic terrorist and insurrectionist. Right. And, yeah. and that's who he's sniveling to. So um, he so Lou Dobbs has MTG interviewing her. And we think of her as one of the heroes. Right. And, you know, he says, what's going on here? Why were y'all giving him a standing ovation? Well, you know, this is nonsense. The Republican Party has lost their minds right now. With what's going on. And she's like, well, we're not taking a vote for speaker right now. Lou, we've got to be worrying. My constituents are worried about the price of gas. So what are we doing for them? And it was just like, who wrote that? Carl Rove? And he's like, no, he interrupts her. And he's like, no, I don't want to hear this from you. You should be taking a vote on speaker right now. We need some leaders in the Republican Party. And we don't have any. And he, I mean, she was shocked. She was shocked. Yeah. But look what she just went through. They tried to, you know, they've been trying to remove her from the ballot. I mean, you know, they, they got to her. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because that's what the swamp does her too hard yet. Yeah. But think about, yeah, yeah. I hear what are they doing to her. What are they threatening her with? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Well, we've got it. We've got it. You're wrong. No, you're still right. But well, you know what? Then what's the point? If you're just going to cave into the swamp, then you are no better to me than anybody else. Well, she has always stood firm, and if you hear her caving now, I mean, I, I would shudder to think what they're threatening her with. I mean, think about how creepy Washington is. Yeah. I hate to say it, but if you, you know, if you value your health and safety and that of your family, you know, there's a point where maybe they start telling you read this script or else, and yeah. I mean, maybe you read it, maybe you read it, um, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, it does. It doesn't excuse what she's doing. I don't want to make excuses for it, but at the same time, I mean, you know, clearly, for some crazy reason, the GOP and I've been saying there are two Republican parties at this point. Yeah, there are the Rhino spineless swine in D.C., and there are the Florida Republicans who are just getting things done, who are just right. doing things. Right. So uh, yeah. You know, so Elon Musk. Us what, yeah. Right. So we've got Elon Musk. Is he a hero or zero? Well, I don't think he's a hundred percent either. He's ninety percent zero. And in the Republican Party, I think we kind of maybe have a ninety ten hero zero split there too, right? Yeah. Well, Steve Scalise, I'm disappointed. Yeah, in. really, I really disappointed. To know he's a McCarthyite, uh, I just. It's he should know better. Yeah, he should. He's been quiet for a long time anyway. So, I I mean, well, has he been quiet or do we or has he been doing? We've just found out what he's been doing behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been quiet. That's the real. He's he's been plotting and scheming. And these guys are plotting and scheming to get rid of any actual conservative in the Republican Party. uh, And they're very good at it. And what we're seeing, that's what I'm saying. We're going to be looking to Florida. Right. 
Well, Florida is the benchmark, although I will say that DeSantis has a, a Republican legislature there, so he doesn't have the roadblocks that a president has. Brian Maloney, got to leave it there. Thank you for being Thank here, you. my dear Thank friend. Everybody so needs to read his article, AM Greatness, though, on Elon Musk and have a little reality check and uh, refocus our priorities. Thank you for being here. Now, y'all stay tuned, um, because speaking of scheming, we got a certain guy that I mentioned on last night's show that has a little scheme going. And somebody, some major gal, tried to shut him down and it didn't work. And you're going to hear about that when we come back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm just enjoying myself so much tonight because I just love giving something away to you guys. You just mean so much to me. You're so precious. And so it's just been an exciting night for us. Uh, our latest two winners of the free tickets to go see the movie 2000 Mules are Bob and Chris. And so we had a couple fellas. We call, we asked for some fellas to step up thank to the Thank you play. for representing. So yeah, thank you all for representing. And Chris, thank you uh, for all the kind words about the show and our expansion. And we appreciate Appreciate that so much. Thank you for listening and calling in. And y'all can always call in anytime if you want to brag on us. Call in our 24-hour number, which is 844-814-5227. All right, so um, let's have a little fun. <laughs> I'm just having such a good time. I want to keep having fun. And you wouldn't think that playing a clip of this person would be fun, um, but... It's always fun um, when somebody that is desperate for power and desperate for attention um, kind of makes a fool of themselves. In, Let me guess, in Hillary Clinton. Yes. So Madeline Albright today, and 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 you wouldn't think that a funeral service would would be an opportunity for somebody to get a chuckle, right? But Hillary always provides that opportunity. So she was speaking today. And since she's so been desperate for it for since she, you know, um, had the election stolen from her in 2016, this was an opportunity for her to get a little limelight at Madeleine Albright's expense at the funeral. Clip one. She didn't just help other women. She spent her entire life counseling and cajoling, inspiring and lifting up so many of us who are here today. So, the angels better be wearing their best pins and putting on their dancing shoes because if, as Madeline believed, there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women, they uh, haven't seen anyone <laughs> like her yet. Stop <laughs> <Sorry> right there. <laughs> What the actual huh was that supposed to She's talking about angels better put on their dancing shoes and their pins. First of all, what reference is that from? I I don't know what what book that's from, Andrea. Not not in the Bible. I don't know. Was that from some some movie that didn't didn't Whoopi Goldberg do a movie that had to do with... I don't know, the nuns or something. Sister Act. I, I, Sister Act. I mean, well, no, that's not about any. I, see, I don't even know what this reference is about. I mean, it's just somebody so desperate for attention. It's pointless. Who wrote this for her? Just talk nicely about Madeleine Albright and this angel's reference and they need to be in dancing shoes. And and then she's talking about a special place in hell. Now, there, let me tell you, there's a special place in hell for women who attack women that have been sexually assaulted by a husband. Right. There's a special place in hell. For a woman that that uh, a woman named Hill, 
Maybe. Come on back. we got another hour of the Andrea K. Show coming up, 7 p.m. Pacific time. That's just a few minutes away. Stay with us. Oh, yeah.